bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. I'm doing well. I thought I had some corona, but evidently I don't. It was a cold, and I'm feeling a lot better. I was kind of achy and... You know, I can tell a cold, you know, you know, these days you don't know, but you gotta, you know, you gotta think about that. So, you know, could be Corona, couldn't be not, you know, that's, that's the way, that's the way the mop flops, if you know what I mean. Anyway, I want to talk about prep, gear prep and things like that. And we will talk about that after this. Okay. I was as I watch bushcraft videos on YouTube, it just makes me start thinking about should the characters they should adventurers should prep for adventure. I mean, yes, they buy their stuff. Okay, yeah, well, I got my fifty feet of rope, and I got my two weeks of iron rations, and I got my pythons, and I've got my sword, I've got my this that. But th- beyond that, that's what they don't they don't think about. Occasionally. You will find a player who said, okay, I'm, say he's a fighter. He says, okay, I'll take second watch and I'm going to sharpen and clean my blade or something like that. But that's about the extent of it. So I'm thinking because I'm watching these things about how to get, you know, how to get fire started in the wilderness and all this other stuff. And here's where skills kind of come in handy, although you can use it for, you can use stat rolls. You know, I, I keep thinking that that players should pay a little more attention to this. They can prep their stuff in a way where they're ready to go in case something happens. For instance, an archer, somebody who has a bow and arrows. There is no reason in hell why they couldn't prep a few arrows to light. Like, you know, wrap something around the end some cloth or something like that, and maybe put tar or something like that. And, you know, you have five of these arrows along with the other ones. You wrap them up in oilcloth or whatever. And so you've got those ready to go. Another thing is oil. Oil. Uh, you know, multi-cocktail type oil. you got these jars of oil. It takes forever in combat to... I mean, ideally, it's like one one turn you spend splashing it on somebody or breaking it on somebody. The second one you spend lighting it however you want to do it. The aforementioned, the aforementioned fire arrows work real good. Or some mage has got a cantrip where he can light it or whatever. But it would be nice if you took your oil flasks, say you have five oil flasks and you want to use two in combat, prep those. Prep those with, say, a cork with a wick in it. That way, if you put the wick in there, and I'm not talking about like one that, you know, like that one that burns like a fire. You You light that bad boy up, throw it on somebody. If it falls, if it breaks on someone, Instant fire, because it will instantly ignite that fire. These are the kind of things that players should think about, especially if they're going... I mean, there's some players that do think about it. I like to run undead, so I have players who 
make sure they have cold iron and silver and holy water and all this other stuff. Did you know holy water can burn? At least in my campaign. That would be great for a vampire. Use that as an oil, as a, a Molotov cocktail. Stick a rag in it. Holy water. Not only does he get the holy water burn, but he starts burning from the fire. Hey, there's something. You know, these are the kind of things you got to think about out of the box, if you know what I mean. So think about that next time. This is going to be a short one. So if you guys, I got to go start my day. If you guys want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com, or you can get a hold of me at Anchor. Drop a voicemail or monetize so as little as 99 cents a month. You can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thanks, guys. Don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young Grognard Podcast. That's Y-U-N-G Grognard. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Elbear Podcast. Of course, Big John Allen, Large as the Red Dice Diaries, and my buddy, Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.